A disclaimer before we get into this episode. This episode might be triggering for some audiences and is therefore 14 plus. Topics include self-harm, suicide, and substance abuse. So please, if you are younger than 14, click off this episode because it is not for you. Another note before we get in is that there are always resources available to you if you are feeling like this. Now let's jump right on in. Well, hello, hello, hello. My name is Victoria, and I am once again joined with my fluffy feline friend and co-host, Baz. A huge thank you goes out to all of our listeners who take time out of their busy days to listen to our podcast. You guys are truly the greatest. This is how to handle a podcast for teens from a teen on how to handle things that need to be handled. The biggest shout out goes to our sponsor who has sponsored all of our episodes, and of course we're talking about the Peter Pan Foundation. A round of applause is very well deserved because the Peter Pan Foundation is a family-owned non-profit organization whose goal is to provide disadvantaged kids amazing holiday experiences. Our episode for today is how to handle isolation. So get ready and prepare yourselves because it's going to get real. Arguably, isolation is possibly one of the worst things that can happen to a teenager. And due to worldly circumstances, every teenager has to undergo it. Now, some people might say that isolation is a good thing for teens. And although they wouldn't be completely wrong in saying that, They aren't right. Because, sure, in isolation, you have the chance, possibly, to spend more time with family, develop or maybe even discover new skills or hobbies, focus more on school, work on bettering yourself, or maybe even spending more time with your pets. Now, these all sound very good, and you're probably wondering, well, Victoria, why is it so bad? Actually, since you're watching this episode, it's probably not that case for you. But here's why it is bad in case you were wondering. Because for some kids, their parents are stressed with work or money because they've lost their jobs or the transition into isolation has been hard. And this can cause on to stress and anxiety and loneliness on the child. And if you're like me, none of your siblings live at home anymore. They live in a different city or they're working out of the country, or they go to school out of the country, and you can't see them. And for some people that I know, their relatives or family members are in the hospital, and they can only see them for one hour a day, or for some even, no time a day. And either of these things can cause on, can cause stress, anxiety, um, loneliness, and sometimes even feelings of oppression. And again, if you're like me, you can find it hard to do um, schoolwork at home or work at home. And because of this, you start to fall behind. And because of this, you build up stress and anxiety. And your parents or your boss or people surrounding you don't fully understand it. So they put more stress on you saying, why can't you do this? You should be able to be doing this. So already we're starting to see just the tip of the iceberg that is isolation and its negative effects. Um, 
now aside from circumstantial side effects like your family is tight with money so you've stressed um so aside from those it's been proven scientifically that isolation has its own negative effects on teens and some of these effects are loneliness worsening your newly developing anxiety worsening your newly developing depression worsening your newly developing mental health issues feelings of oppression and um I think I said it already, but loneliness. Um, now, as if the, these weren't enough, the feelings of loneliness, which is a common effect of isolation, are also tremendous on teens. Now, these effects are, or can be, increased stress and cortisol levels, which is a stress hormone, lack of sleep, or for a better word, insomnia, increased levels of drug and alcohol usage, or, and in some cases, abuse, um, increased levels of anxiety and depression, negative outlooks on life, a sense of helplessness, um, a decrease in self-care, and then an increase in higher levels of self-harm and suicide. And remember, if you are experiencing any of these side effects, not just the really bad ones, you should reach out to others, whether it's friends, family, or professionals. Welcome back to How to Handle. I hope you all stretched your legs or got a snack because we are going to just jump right on in. Our first tip of the day is designed to help with relieving stress and boosting your mood. It is very simple and it's just to go outside. Being outdoors and in nature has several positive effects like relieving stress, boosting your mood, increasing in energy and creativity, etc. So if you try and get outside, every day or maybe every other day for a minimum of 10 minutes a day, then it can help with isolation and boosting your mood. Now our second tip is designed to help with loneliness. And that tip is to just reach out to friends. You can do this in any way you'd like. For example, texting, FaceTiming, calling, Discord, using Discord, Skyping them, anything. You can even reach out to them by playing an online game like Apex or Call of Duty, anything you want in order to contact friends. And this tip is really important and crucial because not only does it help you and boost your mood and help you socialize and reduce loneliness, it can also help your friends and help them reduce stress and anxiety and loneliness. And so you're just both helping each other and it's an all around positive thing. Now our third tip is designed to help stimulate your brain and force it to take care of something. And it can also reduce stress and give you something to be proud of or admire. Um, and that is to get something that you can take care of. Um, examples are like getting a pet or a plant. But if you don't wanna spend money or you can't or you don't have the facilities to do that, you can download an app like Habitica or a plant growing app. It's less effective, but it can still help. Um, and I know it can help because I have the app Habitica and it tracks your daily to or your to-dos, your daily tasks, um, and just 
bad and good habits, and you have to take care of a little character. But if you do have the facilities and the money to do so, I would highly recommend getting a pet or a plant because I've seen it work firsthand because ever since I've gotten Baz, um, he's reduced my anxiety levels. I've been much happier. Um, he's forced me to get out of bed a lot when I really just wanted to lie over and fall back asleep, but I knew I had to take care of him. Um, so he's given me a reason to get out of bed. Um, and so having a pet or a plant, um, it can help you, it prevents you from being lazy, um, and it can help reduce strength or anxiety and just give you something to be proud of and strengthen your mental health. Um, our fourth tip is designed to help promote a positive and healthy mindset, and it is to prevent, and is to help prevent a negative mindset. What the activity or tip is called is rosebud thorn, um, and how you imply it into your day-to-day life is just as you're about to go to bed, um, you want to say your rose, your bud, and your thorn. So your rose is what was good about today? What positive energy or what positive thing came to me that I really enjoyed? Then, say your thorn. What wasn't good about today? What negative negativity occurred that I didn't enjoy or what negative thing came my way that I had to battle? And lastly, say your bud. What am I looking forward to tomorrow? In, two, in a week, in two weeks, in a month? Um... And if you do this every night, it can help promote a positive and healthy mindset. And you might be wondering, well, how? Because we are also saying a negative thing. And when you're doing this, it's preferred that you say it out loud, your rose, your bud, and your thorn. But you can say it to yourself. And saying your thorn and what was bad about the day, it can help release the negative feelings or emotions that you had and just give more room for positivity and a healthier mindset to grow in. And now our last tip is to help yourself. And this doesn't mean just being kind to yourself, like having positive thoughts. It means getting good amounts of sleep, drinking proper amounts of water, eating at least one proper meal a day, moving your body or at least getting or getting exercise, um, taking care of your hygiene and not putting excessive amounts of stress onto yourself. Now, for some people, this list of things seems very long and very difficult to, um, to complete, whereas for others, it's very easy. And if it's easy for you and it's very trivial, trivial and you already do it, that's good. That's how you should be in isolation and I'm proud of you but for the people who find it difficult in a very long list just know that I'm proud of you and everything you are doing I know that right now it's really hard and I know how hard you're trying how hard you're fighting and I really do want you to know that you're strong and you are brave and you're not just being lazy and sitting on the couch or not being able to properly take care of yourself and you're not alone and lastly, for what it's worth, I truly am proud of you. So, those were all of our tips today. 
Um, and so I hope you all have a good morning, a good afternoon, a good evening, and a good night. And goodbye.